APU. American Public University is proud to present Leading Forward. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Candace Boyd Wyatt. The goal of this podcast is to highlight our local heroes in our community who are champions of important issues affecting us all on a national and international scale. Today, we're going to add to that very important discussion happening both nationally and internationally regarding the importance of dream building and creating a vision. So today, my guest is Mr. Bill Brown, who is a global speaker and the founder of Vision Builders, a think tank and also a digital footprint company providing tangible methods to build and realize dreams. Mr. Brown, welcome and thank you for joining me. Good morning, Candice, and thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. The pleasure is all mine, Will. So let's talk about dreaming and vision building. There are so many people out there right now that are changing course and charting a new path, which requires the ability to dream big. So can you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and the importance of dreaming? I love answering that question because that wasn't something that I was trained to do as a child. You know, I came from a very poor family in the Bronx, a family of nine. I'm the middle child. All the stories that you hear about the middle child is very true. (laughs) But I've lost a couple of brothers, one to drugs, one to prison. And I was the next brother in line. And I wanted to be different. And I wanted my younger brother to follow a different path. So for me, I hit the streets for a while. I did the street stuff. I did the the wheeling and dealing. I won't go into that. I kind of like to glorify it. But at some point, I realized I had a gift in music. I went into the music business. I worked with some popular groups at the time, and I started to realize that they were broke, and the people that were running the business had the money, the managers, the producers. And after watching some of this happen, I said, I don't want to be on stage I want to do what these guys are doing because these are the guys that are driving the cars and living the good life. And that's what created my love for business and learning how business work. I started studying at, at the time. There was no Google and stuff, but I started studying law books. I started looking up things about business and how business worked. And that's what made me fall in love with business. And from that point, I began to mentor every group I would work with on how to be paid correctly, the different ways of being paid in the industry was not just going on stage and doing shows, but publishing royalties. And I began to um, mentor groups. And some of these people are still in my life to this day because I've helped them navigate through the business correctly. From that point, I began to pastor church for a while and I did that. And I use that more as a mentoring platform. Right now, I'm involved with 1130 Entertainment, which I have an actress who was in the Temptations musical on Broadway. She's the, um, dance captain. They just, her department just won a Tony. I have an actor, Michael, who's um, just before the shutdown was really starting to take off on a lot of TV shows and movies. I have the food pantry and um, the ministry in the food pantry. We feed a couple hundred families every week. Live Unique 
is a salon and spa that I just became a partner with a year ago. You met me through Lindsay and that's our um, staffing company. And I have a, a real estate. So I have my hands very full. I love business. I love investing in people and their visions and just taking a little piece of it. And this is who I am. This is what I do. I, I want to be like the serial entrepreneur. I love doing it. Wow. Well, I'm just so impressed. I mean, your background is so diverse and it just sounds like anything that you have put your mind to, you have achieved. So from the entertainment business to ministry to helping out the community, it just sounds like whatever you've set your mind to doing, you've been able to do. So what stimulates you to keep learning and to keep doing more? I have a saying that I stand by all the time in my in my sessions. If you're not growing, you're dying. I'm a late bloomer. I didn't get into this young because I didn't have the resources. So I had to learn by, you know, trial and error and, and bumps and bruises. What keeps me going is I don't like being broke, number one. Number two, I like winning. Winning for me is just not me winning, but if the people I work with win. Just a side journey to make my point. My youngest son, he just turned 30. I beat and built so much of this into him that by the time he was 19, 20, he had gone into the Marines. He had become, had two meritorious promotions. He did only a four-year run and he came out as a decorated sergeant. He went straight to college. He got his degree in finance and he's working with Fidelity. And, and, and this is the kind of thing that gets me excited. How can I help somebody get from point A to point B and win and that's encouraged me now that even at the age that I should be retired, that I feel like I want to do more and more and more. That's motivates me. I like I like winning. I think we all do. But I think, like you said, sometimes learning that path or learning what you need to do to win is sometimes a challenge for some people. So in a perfect world, what type of trainings or certifications would enable people to live their best life and to achieve their dreams and goals? I was anticipating and hoping for a question like this. My answer is going to be very non-conventional. In a perfect world, there would be no certifications. When you think about it, you know, this is something people created to kind of gauge you and put you in boxes. Bill Gates didn't finish college. Steve Jobs didn't finish college. Thomas Edison, I think, was like, didn't even make it to high school dreams and visions that are born in a person are pursued. And then if they're pursued vigorously, they become realities. So I'm not against higher education. My point is, I don't like people telling me you can only go this far. I have people that I teach that have masters and doctorates and I have an associate's degree. So I say the more you know about what you do, the better you are at it. But I don't think certificates and certifications should define how far you can go and how powerful you are. I don't like labels like that stuck on people. And I've had people say to me, well, I only have a bachelor's, so I don't know if I can do what you do. Well, I made over a million in real estate and I took no real estate class at all. So I don't like the certificate thing to tell a person what they're worth. It's good to do it so that you have the knowledge and have it under your belt, but it's to not define your height. 
I like that answer. I like the fact that you can learn from just about anyone, anyone in your circle or anyone that you you encounter. And I think that is a really good point for our students to understand that, as you said, while a professional or I guess you'd say traditional brick and mortar education is important, there are also other avenues that you can capitalize on to learn. And I think that's that's a really great point. Here's what I say. Here's, here's what I say. Learn as much as you can learn about what you do. That's what I tell people, whatever, whether it's conventional or non-conventional. Learn as much as you can about what it is you decide you wanted to do. The more you know, the more you earn. That's been my statement and it stays my statement. I can agree with that. I think that there is sometimes information overload in some cases, especially now with the Internet. And so there are so many resources that are out there for individuals. I think sometimes the hardest thing is just figuring out what resource to use. So so I think that's a great question. And we will be right back after this very important message. At American Public University, we believe quality education must be more affordable. That's why, as a leader in online higher education, we focus on minimizing costs and maximizing return on learner investment. And we believe higher education must be more accessible. So our online programs start every month. American Public University. Within reach, without limits. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're speaking to Will Brown about building a vision and realizing your dream. So what are some resources that you have used or you've provided in the past to help individuals become more productive and realize their dreams? I love that question. That That's a two-phase question, right? Because I'm old enough to remember there was no Google and no internet. And then I had the library. But I tell people all the time, Google this, look this up. Don't come to me and ask me, how do I do this? How do I fix this? Without you first doing all the research you can. Resources are so available now. I've learned how to fix appliances and um, do construction. And most of the stuff I learned in terms of contracting and, and doing contraction work on houses when I would buy them and flip them. I learned that through just Google and stuff. But before Google was big, they used to have these Saturday morning classes at Home Depot and I would go to them. I'm not a big book person. I'm not against it. It's just that I learn better visually. And if I'm watching something, I learn that way. There are people, they can sit down and they can read a book and they can get everything. I start to see a bunch of words after a while. But if you sit there and show me at one time, I'll figure it out. So you know, there's different learning methods for different people and you got to figure out which way you learn best. If you learn best by reading, then read. If you learn best by being taught or being shown, then you have to expose yourself to those opportunities and they're out there. And like you said, now with the internet, they're there. So all you have to do is expose yourself and continue to expose yourself until it becomes your second language. Absolutely. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So you mentioned your son is in the military. So many of the students at Our university are also members of the military, and we also have a large student population that are working adults. So I think some of the things that you're saying are really resonating with them, that it might not be the traditional methods previously thought about that can actually bring you success. So what advice do you have for these targeted groups? I love the ones who come out of the military. I have an opportunity as a staffing agent to talk to people. And here's what I've learned through my 
time, Candice. First thing I like to try to determine when I talk to people is where their spirit is. And what I mean by that is this. I always talk about employee versus entrepreneur. If you have the entrepreneur spirit, the worst thing in the world for you is to try to figure out how to find a job because you're not going to be happy. Trying to be an entrepreneur and you have the mind of the employee, it's a problem. I've had people come to me say, I want to have my own business. And I've even helped people set up their business. And after a little while, I say, you're not an entrepreneur. You're self-employed. There's a difference. Entrepreneur sets up a business that works and makes money for them even when they don't show up. You are working 18, 20 hours a day. That's a burnout. So here's what I say. Skill set versus training. Some things are just a skill set that you've learned and you know it. It's instinctive. And that's what you're called to do. You can go to take a training course and learn how to fix cars. And that's not really your skill set. That's just something you train yourself to do. This is my opinion. Skill sets are things that a lot of times are gifts. So I tell everybody I know is in the military or going into the military, don't just go into the military and believe when you come out, there's a job waiting for you. When you go into the military, if you're not studying the vocation thoroughly, when you come out, you're still going to have to start at the same place that everybody else does. You can say you can add the military to your resume, but then when you come to the job, it's like we don't care how you can clean and, and put together a gun. We want to know, can you provide the service that we need? So I tell people, listen, when you come out in a civilian place, it's just like college. They want to know your practical experience. So maybe you need to intern while you're in the military. If you can get the opportunity to do that job in real time. So when you come out, it speaks to the language of the civilian, not just the military life. Am I, am I clear on what I'm saying? It's really resonating with me. But like you said, different groups sometimes might have a different mindset. And what I'm hearing is you really have to have an open viewpoint about the future and how to build your dreams and just how to be more productive. I like the way you put that. The people that I'm most successful with are people that, that I use this term, and I'm sure you've heard it, people that have the ability to pivot. People that don't pivot well, those people don't usually go far. That means you can be on a path and you can have your whole mindset, but there may be a tree in the road and you have to know the alternate routes around, or there may be such a long line in that direction. I give this analogy and I learned this a long time ago. I would ask people if there's a line and they're giving out $50 and you can get on as many times as you want. And there's another line and they're giving out $1, which line would you get on? And of course, everybody's response is the $50 line. And I said, but that line's going to be crowded. Everybody's going to be on the $50 line. I can get on the dollar line and go through it a thousand times while you stand waiting on the line to get your 50. You have to find the road sometime least traveled and the road that works best for you. You have to be able to move from the left to the right when it's necessary so you can have your whole dream laid out. And I've had so many people come to me and say, COVID hit and I lost everything. My salon that I'm a partner with, we were renting a chair in Brooklyn and we were setting up to get ready to move. And then COVID hit and everything shut down. I said, well, let's take one chair. Let's put it in the middle of the floor at the church. Let's put a mirror up and let's set up a temporary thing and let's keep it growing. And from that, we now have built into we have a 2000 square foot space that we've already taken over 300 square foot up and we begin to build. But that built in COVID. Because now we had a whole new group of customers 
and we start definitely working with the first responders, we had a whole new group of customers that we didn't have before COVID. So the ability to pivot and make that move open up a door to more opportunities. So the people who can pivot are the people who will grow the most and go the fastest. Thank you for that. I think that's really important, especially to our listeners during this global pandemic. So as we begin to wrap up, I know there's a lot of misconceptions out there when it comes to building a vision or realizing your dream. I've heard of writing your dream down or or coming up with three steps every day that you're going to do to build your vision or even having a vision board. So given all of the different versions and suggestions out there, what do you suggest for people to start building their vision and to realizing their dream? Okay, that's a good question. I want to reiterate, there's a difference in my mind between a vision and a dream. And we use the words interchangeably. And I don't think that that's correct. Again, my opinion. Mm -hmm. Dreams are inspiration. Dreams can come to you if you're a spiritual person. I'm, I'm a believer in God that God gives everybody dreams. Everybody has the capacity to have some kind of dream about what they want to be and where they want to go. That to me is not a vision. That's a dream. The problem with dreams is you wake up from them. You can have them and they can be great and then the alarm clock rings and it's over. What I'm calling the alarm clock is life. When life hits that dream and realities of struggle hit that dream, a lot of times people throw that dream right away. That dream fades away just as easy as you waking up in the morning. A vision is when you take that dream and you begin to put action to it, when you begin to put resource to it, when you begin to investigate it, when you begin to put it on the path of motion. Now it's a vision. Bible says without a vision, people perish. It doesn't say without a dream. It's without a vision. So vision is when you take the dream and you begin to give it real feet in the three-dimensional world. Now you can build on it. So when people come to me and say, well, visions and dreams, and they say them interchangeably, I'm like, well, a lot of people have dreams. Martin Luther King had a dream, but then he turned it into a vision, and that vision still lives today. If it was just his dream, it would only be his dream. It wouldn't affect anyone. I think that is a great place to end our conversation today. Although it sounds like we might need a follow-up just to help our listeners learn more about vision and, and dream building. But thank you for helping us understand the difference between a dream and a vision. So if I could recap, what you said is, you know, a dream is an inspiration, but a vision is a dream in action. Yes, ma'am. And I think that in and of itself is inspirational for our listeners. So I'm going to say thank you. I'm going to say thank you, Mr. Brown, for sharing your expertise and your perspective on this issue. And thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. Thank you for your time. You are welcome. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners for joining us. For more information about our university, visit us at studyatapu.com. APU, American Public University.